Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Wolverine Podcast. We have a whole heck of a lot to talk about tonight. I'm John Borton. You know all about Tom Crawford. He's uh, of press pass fame with Jack Ebling and assorted other characters. Check your local listings uh, for that uh, wonderful sports talk show. I enjoy it frequently myself. And, of course, Tom has his Crawford Podcasting Network, and uh, you can catch him talking about all assorted things. There's uh from athletics to uh you name it he'll uh he'll give you a a taste of lansing and and get you hungry for something so good to be good to see you again well it's it's great to be here you know i had a a a a message conversation a friend of mine who's a who is a uh psychologist okay and 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 said that um uh you know uh, uh she appreciates my um passion for you know she's not a michigan person but uh passion for the wolverines and everything you know mr positive and all that stuff and and when and, and she said when you when you have an emotional tie with a school like i do uh to my level that i do it takes about 48 hours to get over the pain <laughs> of disappointment of a big event surrounding that passion and uh-huh. that big event obviously was the fiesta bowl and uh so we're sitting here at tuesday 5:30. So, uh, you know, we've gone uh, a couple days now, actually three days. So I'm I'm uh, relatively healed. It still lingers, and I'm still on media blackout. Whenever highlights of uh, the Fiesta Bowl comes up, I switch it over to some other station. So let me just ask you. And we all saw it play out. We saw the the two pick sixes. I mean, you had JJ McCarthy throw what three interceptions all year and then two and they go to the other end zone. He, you know, he, he threw as many that went to the wrong end zone as to the right one, as far as touchdown passes. Uh, You saw the, the calls, the, uh, and then, you know, uh, the fumble at the goal line, a, uh, a freshman tight end, turn quarterback on uh, on one call at the goal line and everybody kind of threw up their hands at that. And even Jim Harbaugh said if he had that one to call back, he would call it later differently. Um, and, and yet you've got set all of that and the disappointment of, uh, of a six-point loss to TCU, who's pretty darn good, by the way. We'll talk about that as well. But set that against the fact that this team went 13-0 and uh, won the Big Ten championship, took Ohio State down in their own building, and again made it to the college football playoff. Absolutely, there's disappointment. There's, um, you know, we will go over some of the things that that could have gone different, and and that will be done into the 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 following decades by Michigan football fans. But how do you balance those two? The you got this great season. Terrific season beyond what anybody expected, I would think, or most people. And then you have that kind of a thump into the brick well at the end. 
Well, I think you just balance it by, you know, kind of framing it like you just framed it. I mean, there's two things to look at this season. I mean, I look at this season first and foremost as a second consecutive Big Ten championship and college football playoff bid for the Michigan Wolverines. And if you had asked me that a few years ago, I'd say you're on drugs. That ain't happening. Not mm-hmm. under this Harbaugh regime, what we saw from 2017 to 2020 into that uh, infamous COVID year. I mean, I, 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 I didn't see it happening in 21 and, and 22. And I, and I think he, he did a great job uh, leading it with some hires and, and, and the culture switched and, and Aiden Hutchinson was great last year and they got great leadership this year. And so a lot of, a lot of super things happened and, and we saw a lot of great football. Um, I was concerned early on the season and I voiced that about having a week non-conference schedule, not just because it doesn't give you any, it doesn't give you any um, – I mean, you have to pitch a perfect game because you – doesn't give you – it lessens your equity because you're playing soft teams. But I thought by playing at least one tough team and you can be exposed to uh, vulnerabilities uh, at in, on your defense, for example, um, or, or or offensively as well. And and they really – you know, they really didn't have that t- – they had Ohio State and Penn State were – legitimate teams, but let's be real. Um, you know, I that's, that's the downside of not, of not finding out what you're made of, if you will. And what's happened now, John, um, in a couple of times, okay, I'll go back to 06 Michigan's defense. Look, God almighty, that defense is the, the best defense in the world. It might be the best defense in Michigan football history. They go down to Columbus and we saw what happened. They got carved up. I know that's a long time ago, but it's an example of when you get caught up in this whole mystique that this defense is that good. Look what happened last year. Go down to Georgia. That defense was so good. Maybe not as good as this defense was expected. And look what happened. You know, Georgia manhandled them. And then the same thing. I mean, 275 yards rushing. I can't wrap my head around that one, John, against TCU. And so – uh, you know that's a that's the negative. That's the the downside of this 2022 campaign is they got exposed, and also they also they got exposed to their vulnerabilities of the red zone, uh, JJ McCarthy ball security uh, tur- slash turnovers, whatever the two pick sixes. I've never heard of a team winning with two pick sixes and the victim of thereof. I mean that would have been huge. But I mean it seems like everything that we worry about with Michigan, um, including their defense being exposed to a, a different kind of speed level at a different part of the country, uh, look what happened, and it happened. Okay. Well, usually we are very much on the same page in, in many respects. I think we we diverge a little bit here, and that could make it interesting. I just want to – you know, I thought you would – when you were bringing up the non-conference season – you would say, well, in the end, it really didn't matter. No, and it does we, matter. And I, I, okay, I just, it's going to matter next year, too. And you got the same cream puffs coming out. Same thing. But here's my take. It, it, it honestly didn't matter in that Michigan still went undefeated in the regular season, still was good enough to go into Columbus and beat Ohio State, played that. Penn State, played Illinois, had several test, tough tests along the way, and – in the end, it didn't hurt them with the committee, the playoff committee. Oh, yes, we're going to, you know, we're keeping an eye. They didn't do as much, so we're not putting them number one. Michigan ended up as high as they were going to get 
I believe. They would have been there anyway, John. I mean, they could have lost. Uh, they they could have lost to a credible opponent in non-conference play, and still would have gotten into CFP. And they would uh -huh. have gotten a little bit more knowledge of what they're all about, in my opinion. Instead of the fools go now. Next year, you got East Carolina, you got UNLV, you got Bowling Green, and then you got Rutgers. Okay, so we're here. We're gonna go waltzing through the park here. On a sunny day and not knowing on an 85 degree, not knowing what you got. Uh, but then they go to Nebraska and Minnesota, maybe they'll learn a little bit more. But this is what really bothers me. And this is why the Big Ten gets butchered. Butchered because of what happens in postseason play. They're not ready to play. In, I mean, look what happened to, I mean, Purdue. Hey, I mean, well, that was. Ohio that was State cool. comes. Ohio State comes within a hair of beating, that knocking was, off Georgia. Yeah, Penn I, State I wins the Rose Bowl. I mean, yeah, I don't well, think well, that they, they Yeah, they won the Rose Bowl. You know, you know, thankfully Utah's quarterback went out, and that probably made the difference. I, 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 listen, I, I the Big Ten did well, okay? But I'm mm -hmm. still saying with Michigan, I don't understand playing these kind of schedules is, is any good. It's it's cheating the fans. That's, that's BS. You're paying all that freaking money down there. Uh, you're, you're sweltering in, that, in the stands, and you're watching them play UNLV. Yeah, that's a lot. You're going to get a so, lot of knowledge about your team out of that. So if Tom Crawford had the opportunity, was the, the world wizard commissioner of football and could swap out whoever Michigan plays in the opener next year, uh, nobody state, for, let's say, TCU or a team yeah, as sure. good as that. Give me one. Just Would give you? me one. Give me one power five in the non-conference. Uh -huh. How okay. about the road? How about on the okay. road? All right, on the road. Baseball. Say they play. Uh, say they play USC on the road in the opener. Home and this home. Is, this is pre USC, you know, and and they lose no, that I game. Not necessarily say in the opener, but in those first three. In those first three, and they lose yeah. that game, and then Whoa. they go to Columbus, and they get edged out in that game. You ask ask Alabama how uh, how likely you are to get into the playoff. At two losses, even though you are Alabama, Alabama has made a lot of hay playing nobody in the non-conference, but playing in a very good conference and uh, going on to national championships. But Alabama played. I mean, I mean, you gain. I mean, you get so much more respect by, by all you're gonna. All Michigan got was blitzed all 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 fall long about their cream puff schedule. That's all that happened, you know what I mean? And then, and, and then, and in the end, there. what difference did that make? Well, I mean, it 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 can make it, it can make a difference next year because you have to pitch a perfect game. You have no, you have no, but just play, play one, I, Iowa State. Just don't play five group of five or three group of fives at home. I mean that that's 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 a clown show. That's ridiculous. But you know, and I, maybe it's Ward Manuel's fault. I don't know whose fault it is. Okay, Harbaugh says, you know, talk to Word Manuel. Okay, what 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 you know, what Word Manuel tell you? Well, because they, they UCLA, you know, canceled on us. We have to have so many home games, blah, we have to make so much money, blah, blah, blah. It's the same thing. I'm having a hard time with this administration anyway on the Harbaugh manual thing, as it does with the coaching though, which we're gonna talk about in a second. Absolutely. Well, okay, I'll just say point taken, but at the same time, in a world where you're about to bring USC and UCLA into the Big Ten. And you know there will be pressure for uh, the Michigans and the the Ohio States to play the USC's and the That's and good. the UCLA's. That's right. But at that point, you better not be putting yourselves in position 
to be losing uh, non-conference games in so this gotta, world. you got to pick teams you know you can beat. That's what yeah. your criteria that's, – that's athletic director John Porton. we got to have teams we can beat. You can challenge yourself, and especially – it's going to be different as well. Let's just put it out there because you're going to have – uh, more teams in the playoffs. You get 12 teams in, so that so thank God that's coming around the corner, right? Because then you have you then you got a mulligan here and there, you you really yep. do, and and that's yep. the way it should be. So it, it actually it's actually going to it's like an NCAA tournament. When it, you you see when uh, in basketball you get you get critiqued by the strength of schedule. Now I mean, I mean TCU had the of the four teams in the in the in the in the playoff, TCU had the the greatest strength of schedule of the four teams. Okay. And, and, you know, Michigan was the weakest and, and I, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, they lost to freaking TCU and they, and they gave up a ton of yards and I don't know, it just seems like there's a, there's this exposure to Michigan when it comes to Titanic games and there's this exposure in the postseason. Jim Harbaugh has lost six freaking bowl games. I've been looking you know, as a fan and alumnus, I've been, bowl, bowl losses are a part of my life. All they do is lose bowl games and I, I go to the pinstripe bowl and win a bowl game and I'd be happy. I'm just tired of losing the last game of the year every freaking year. I understand. And I've been there with you for most of Four the bowl games. Certainly. I uh, My carpet at home had a hole pounded in it from uh, New Year's Day in the early days with bowl. Although I'll yeah. say this, most of those were straight up road games. I mean, USC in the Rose Bowl. Okay, you're playing on the road. I, I will be, I'll be really happy to see USC come to Ann Arbor and play in the snow some, uh, some. Well, hopefully, and that, that would be, if you get, if you don't get a first round bye and you're in your, you know, five or six, seven seed or eight, you're going to get a home game in December. That, that's great. And, and so we got one more year of this stuff. And, um, but. You know, um, I, don't let me uh, get totally uh, emotionally off track here. This was a great season for Michigan. I, I will say that it's just it, it it's just disappointing that that it it seems to unravel at the end. Yeah. And no embarrassingly unravel. There's no question about that. Which leads us to okay, why did it unravel? in this particular game what are the what are the elements and and you have mentioned as one you think is is a possibility that they didn't play a higher level of competition in the non-conference i i i don't subscribe to that because i think they played had enough challenges uh after that and certainly ohio state and ohio state being one of them that they could have and should have handled some situations against tcu better but in your mind, beyond that, what what was it that broke down in this game? Uh, well, obviously, there's a lot of things. I mean, uh, you know, the, the, this three three five thing um, offensively for Michigan that they couldn't seem uh, they couldn't get a running game going. I mean, opens up with a fifty three yard run, and everybody's thinking, "Oh God, here we go! Look at this, man! This is just going to be like Ohio State." And then all of a sudden, we go back, you know, go down the red zone. And what happens? They get too cute. You know, the Philly special. Um, I, I don't understand. Play calling. You know, it's funny. I got to ask you real quick before I go into that evaluation. So Jim Harbaugh said if I had that back, I would have 
done it. So he's telling you, John, he's telling us that that he he's calling the plays. Is that correct? Is that your assumption? Or is he No. No, and I don't necessarily I as I heard Jim Harbaugh say it and how he phrased it, he said, That's on me. But that does not mean he made that play call. I think what he was doing there uh, was saying, if I had that to do over again, I'd have uh, done something different. And that, But that doesn't mean – it probably means, in my mind, it probably means I'd have vetoed the call that was made because yeah. he certainly has veto power. But I, I just don't see that as a play that, that Jim Harbaugh called himself. At any rate – he was stepping up to take uh, take responsibility for it, and I think that that's legit. Yeah, but but back to the other things. I think the Scooney injury. I think that really hurt Michigan um, quite a bit. I mean, and you know, I mean, Michigan was three of thirteen, I believe, on third down, zero for two on fourth down, and they've been so good on fourth down. <laughs> I mean, it's like all this stuff that was working is not working. Um, all of it, yeah, all of it. You know, and and um, you know the. They'd punt it. You know, they had a – I mean, special team play went bad on one. Um, the, uh, the the third the third and – I mean, Michigan comes back. They score 16 points in, or uh, 15 points in like a blur or whatever. What did they score? Uh, was you know, They got it down to three points, okay? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, the, and they had a third and seven. And, you know, they uh, – some type of a blitz situation and uh, – that you know, the Johnston broke broke that one out. Uh, I was at. I'm trying to think of who it wasn't. Colson that missed, or it was who was that missed? It wasn't wasn't Junior Colson that missed that tackle. Was it Turner? I'm trying to think. DJ Turner on the 76 yard touchdown. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That that was killer. I mean, the, the, that was a killer, kill, devastating miss. You know, and and so you get. I mean, Bo Schembecker used to always say. A game is won and lost, you know, 20 different times in the course of the game. Some people have that number fewer. Some people have it more. Um, but this game, th- this bizarro game was, uh, was 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 lost on so many times. And then, yeah, let's be real. I mean, they got jobbed on the Roman Wilson. I mean, that was a touchdown. And then and then I thought Donovan, if they're going to carry the ball, I thought Donovan would be the would 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 be the ball carrier didn't go that way and and Mullins fumbled it and good lord that was that was killer that's a, that's a 14-7 game and then it's still 14 nothing and they didn't even pin him down there um but yeah. I, I thought Michigan I thought there's a lot there were some missed tackles I thought I thought Rod Moore and, and Sanger still were 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 really good I mean there's a lot of great players play in this game including right. Ronnie Bell but um and I thought JJ in the second half was unbelievably good but um but those pick sixes are just damn absolutely and as you you referenced the uh the 76 yard touchdown pass to quentin johnston and you go right back to i mean a a staple of michigan football you cannot give up the big play right i was thinking that michigan's defense late in that game started to resemble too much Ohio State's defense late in the yeah. Michigan game. Yep. A, a a desperate gambling, okay, yep. we've got to stop this at all costs, and we're going to, you know, send somebody and, and that kid, that quarterback, TCU's quarterback, I mean, he was just 
very elusive and very good and delivers the football and then you miss one tackle and and it's all over. I agree. He got the he got the upper hand in the quarterbacking. Uh, they both had two touchdown passes, two uh, two interceptions, but the difference was JJ McCarthy's interceptions went all the way the other way. It was yeah. just situations where uh, instant flip and and they score. Michigan outgained TCU in this game. Here's here's yeah. the other. Thing. You you rightly mentioned the Roman Wilson uh, play that a lot of that everybody thought was uh, was a touchdown and people talked about the targeting at the end. The reason I will not talk about much about officiating in this game is because when you have that many opportunities, you throw two pick sixes, you uh, you run the the uh, tight end end around, turn into a quarterback and throw it to your quarterback on fourth and two. When you've been smash mouth all season, uh, I'm sorry. After the uh, after the Wilson play, you could have run four straight quarterback sneaks if you needed to to get that ball in the end zone. Yeah, exactly. JJ exactly. McCarthy in there, you didn't do it. You fumbled. Michigan had so many opportunities in that game that I I just can't. You know, officials. No, yeah. and you know, be honest with you. I mean, Michigan. I mean, that the, the, there were some bad calls that went the other way. There was a there was a pass that Michigan complete. I can't remember who it was too, and it was incomplete. But Michigan went and snapped the ball, and then they got an interference call. They 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 jumped. They, they got thirty yards, just like that, without earning a yard. I mean, and, and those were bad. So those were. I'm not saying it was even Stephen. And Michigan's Michigan's jobs, if you will, were a little bit more. Or were devastating and glaring when you got a touchdown taken away from you, and then and then the the targeting thing would have given Michigan a two to three more plays at midfield. Um, who knows? That would have been interesting to see how that that played out. But back to the you know the Smash Mouth JJ's talking about they we're going to bring Big Ten physicality, and I don't like that kind of talk. But that's just me. Okay, I'm not a player. Okay. But I, if, if I'm just going to role play here. If I was the coach, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want J.J. McCarthy getting up and walking out of the press conference. Look, you've been a great guest at the press conference. You, you've done all the attribution to your teammates. You're a team guy. You're eloquent. You're engaging for every one of those 12 wins that you, when you were the starting quarterback. But when you lose, you take you, you know, you stand up and you do what you take it with poise. You won't make your declaration and get up and walk out. What are you, Chris Weber? And the ninety-two or 90, 92 and ninety-three final four. You don't do that. I would. I would be irritated if I was a coach. We don't do that the Michigan way, is what my opinion. So there's a lot of, of what happened. What happens is the game. You know, as as a one coach once said, the game eventually makes fools of us all, fans and players. I mean, there was some. There was just a lot of. A lot of bad that came out of this game that that I'm still processing and that I did not envision. I agree. I agree, and the, that leads right to the next question, which is, okay, you had the bad, you had the uh, you literally dropped the ball at in your most important game of the year, chances to go to the national championship. Where does this take Michigan in terms of? the next step 
going forward. If all else stays the same, and we're gonna we're about to talk about some things that could change, but if all else stays the same, where does this thing go for Michigan football? Uh, what what how can they build on what happened, both good and bad, in 2022? To with a team that uh, is bringing back an, an awful lot to really uh, at least try to uh, match the conference championship and continue against Ohio State and find a way to take it the next step in the playoff. Well, that's a complicated question because, well, you know, I know, and we'll get into the ifs. I mean, we don't, we're, 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 we're almost doing this hypothetically because we don't know the status of the no, Michigan no. head coach. Um, but we do, I mean, Michigan's still losing a lot of players. Um, you know, two or, you know, two or three off that offensive line. I mean, they're losing Ronnie Bell. Um, I mean, they're, they're, there's, I mean, I could, I don't have a list in front of me, but I mean, there's some, some some critical players and including Scooney, who's been, you know, and I, that was just so devastating. He got hurt. Um, and, 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 and then Blake Corum, I mean, if, if, you know, they, they lost him and I, I you know, who knows if he's coming back, but so that they, they have a lot of patching to do. And then when you do this portal thing that they, they did successfully last year, and now they're going to do it again. They got the Stanford lineman coming in. There's a lot of dynamics that got to fit to make that. There's no guarantee. I mean, I, I keep saying, College football is like a blank canvas between the transfer portal. You know, the transfer portal alone uh, makes it ambiguous. So who, 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 how do you know who's going to be any good next year? Because you don't know how these new guys are going to fit in culturally, uh, chemistry-wise, how effectively they're going to play, learn the system. And it was worked out good this year with some great additions. But how do we know how that's going to play next year? So it, it's it's difficult to say, but I, I, I think J.J. McCarthy is, a as you know, there's four quarterbacks in the CFP and he's the only one coming back. And I, you know, and I, you know, I was just critical of some of his, you know, the, the press stuff and, and obviously we're frustrated and uh, some of the mistakes he made, but I, I, I think he's going to have a, I think he's a, I think he's a, a great young man. I think he's, I think he's going to go down as the greatest quarterback in Michigan history. Before he's done, I will make that statement. I think he's going to be uh, in, in, in the Heisman uh, ceremony next year, or at least as a participant, because uh, I, I just he's such a he's such a freaking competitor. Um, so that's all good stuff right there. That is all good stuff. And I would say you mentioned those offensive linemen that are coming in uh, via the what is now college football free agency <laughs> first move very first move you take those three guys you set them in a room with olu oluwatimi and yeah. say okay olu you tell them what they need to do to yeah. be a tremendous success here from how hard you work to attitude to mixing in with teammates to you know keeping your mouth shut until you're asked to speak even that's i mean Olu was so quiet and just went about his business that finally the coaches said, "Hey, you've proven enough to these guys. Speak up. You can yeah. you can take leadership." And he was just just fantastic. Yeah. So well, I would, I mean, yeah, that's going to be a I big loss. Lose, yeah, you know, create that culture that uh, that the New England Patriots had going in the Brady uh, years, where yeah, you may have had issues somewhere else, or you may be the new guy. 
you come in and you fit in here because this is a this is a team that is winning at a very high level now. And if you want to be part of this, you come in and you fit in. Uh, I, I agree, but you know, and 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 you know, when you got Olu leaving, I mean, he's gone. McKeegan and Zenter. I don't know about Zenter. I guess he could come back. Uh, Jamon Green, DJ Turner, um, Upshaw. Uh, you know, Mike Morris. I mean, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of you know, Barnhart is gone, right? Um, but I mean, Moody and Robbins. My God, you got you got a, a kicker who just kicked a field goal, 59 yards. A lot to answer your question. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of holes to be filled, so I'm I'm excited about next year, but I'm I'm guarded uh, beyond the uncertainty of the leadership, but in terms of the coaching. Okay, and I'm willing to uh, because of what I saw this year, and because of the the young guys that I know they're bringing along. If all else stays the same, coaching staff wise, or mostly the same, um, I'm I feel good enough about what they've got coming back with a second year of starting by J.J. McCarthy, and I'll tell you right now, they're going to go into uh, Michigan-Ohio State at Michigan Stadium once again with a chance to win the uh, or earn the uh, spot in Indianapolis, and that means you're going to the playoff again. For the la That will be the last one, right? Because after next year, besides the 12-team playoff, you, got, you, you, you have one division. And, right. and, and and then that's when you know scheduling really is going to be an issue because who who are you going to be playing in in your conference slate is mm -hmm. is going to dictate who's going to get you know one of those one or two slots up there. So it's there's a lot of, a lot of moving parts moving forward and, and no doubt. Uh, I'm, no I'm, doubt. Just, I'm super excited about next year. I, yeah, I, I'm, and I'm, I think for good reason. Okay, yeah. uh, elephant in the room here. This is something that I would. I, I don't even like talking about. I know you don't. Because for, for a couple of reasons. One, um, you know, we do not know if uh, if Michigan's going to come through and sign Jim Harbaugh to a to a expanded long term contract uh, this week and and say, you know, you are our guy. We needed you, and we realized that, and we want you to feel like uh, you are completely respected and rewarded for these last couple of years and, and all that you put into this thing over your tenure. Uh, and the other thing is, I mean, this is being talked about in other places 24-7. Does Jim Harbaugh stay? Does Jim Harbaugh go? What is behind the, you know, uh, why don't we just put this to rest? And But it, it is – it is being talked about, and it is being wondered about, and uh, there are legitimate reports out there that at least the interest from the NFL side is there. And I would say that, you know, uh, last year showed that Jim Harbaugh has at least uh, more than a passing interest in the NFL. Maybe he's gotten past that. Maybe he hasn't. But uh, – Go ahead. Your your thoughts on this? <laughs> yeah, because he tasted that Super Bowl thing. Is the big brother beat him out? But so he's got that still. He wants to conquer. And I think Chris Ballas, your colleague, wrote that you know he, he probably wants to win the Super Bowl as much as he wants to win the national championship. Okay, so that means he he's got that thirst for the NFL. You know, it's like you know we were talking about uh, before the podcast. We want to get into this thing. 
Um, because you know about Harbaugh, because my, my, my God, by something, something might change by the end of uh, the 24 hour cycle moving up or whatever. You know what? This thing didn't get re- a signing day. This guy was in Minneapolis interviewing for the Vikings job. So, I mean, who knows when this thing is going to get resolved? And that's where I get frustrated with the Jim Harbaugh, you know, the, that whole process, word manual, that whole tandem of, 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 getting this getting in a room and getting this thing done okay um the season's over with and you know and you've had time to think about this if you're ward manual going into the season if this was going to come up you've had a few weeks where there's been no activity okay move on this thing don't let bruce feldman who, from the athletic who is a pretty doggone reliable source in college football say you know if he's offered an NFL job, he will take it. I mean, that that's a credibility. I mean, it's probably true. He didn't really get offered a job last year, and he was flirting with it. I mean, quit the flirtation. I mean, are you do you want to be the Michigan football coach or not? You called Ward Manuel on the phone last year and said, I'm committed to Michigan. Okay, tw- you know, 12 months later, here we go again. Are you going to do the da- tango? You, you know, you said, I don't know, you said a week ago, I don't know when it was ago, that you're going to stay at Michigan. We'll kind of reiterate that post-season, post-CFP, post all the rumors this week. Make one more statement. Look, I'm not going to make any more statements. I'm staying here at Michigan. But you will say, and, and very eloquently, which is true, there goes his leverage, right, as far as the salary, not just for him, but his coaches. So I'm going to pull that back. I'm going to push that back to you, and you throw that at part of the equation, John, why it's good for him to delay. If you have an agent out there uh, making your case to whomever, and you've got, uh, are, are you going to discourage NFL interest when you're trying to uh, get squared away? All right. No, no, you're not. You're going to say, hey, you know, these these guys are interested. Let's talk to these guys. These guys are interested. Uh, in, in the meantime, sure. If if Michigan wants to come up and uh, and uh, really make up for 2020, I think there are I I think there are some lingering feelings of um, disrespected uh, sort of situation from what uh, you know Jim Harbaugh taking the pay cut and and I understand that things were were not in his favor then. He knows they are now. All those same people that uh, were, were throwing up their hands and saying, "Yeah, you know, if he if he wants to go, let him go," uh, now are saying, "You can't lose this guy. You've got to you've got to give him ten million a year. You got to make him the highest paid coach in the Big Ten and all that." Okay, if you're Jim Harbaugh, and if you do still want to stay at Michigan, you you still want to feel that you are. Uh, highly respected and highly desired in the place that you're going to work. And uh, you're right. They're, they're, that NFL thing is still out there. If, if he'd have beaten uh, his brother in the Super Bowl, maybe that would we wouldn't even be worrying well, about that. But, well, you know, John, so to your point, then, okay, so uh, so I'm equally blaming, I'm, you know, I have as much blame for Ward Manuel. I mean, get this thing done, okay? So, I mean, you're, I mean, whoever the decision maker is, President Ono, you got a new president in there who's all bullish on Michigan football and Michigan athletics. I mean, well, why wouldn't Michigan have the 
the you know Michigan is an elite program. Michigan is the winningest football program in college football. They should be in the top three of salaries. That should be automatic. Automatic. You have Michigan State paying their coach out of here, Mel Tucker, who couldn't even earn a bid to a freaking bowl game. He's earning more than your guy. What the hell's that about? Well, I mean, that contract I, is now that that contract now is a national joke. And well, I don't care if it's a joke. I mean, you. I mean, Michigan. Michigan needs to have at least the top three highest paid coach. Okay, in my opinion, and the guys won back to back. You know, Big Ten titles. You righted the ship. Pay them. You offer them what you're going to offer them. Don't wait, you know, don't, don't don't just go waffle around, see if he's interested in the NFL. Get it done right now. You got the money. My God, my fellow Michigan alumni, I mean, I got friends who make a lot of a lot of money. You know, there's a lot of money in this alumni base. Stephen Ross is down there. I mean, come on. You know, I mean, you don't have that mad issue. Michigan State can do it. Michigan's got ton a ton more guys like that. Get it done now. And don't just <laughs> doing this four-month tango up to sunny day that's that's we have talked about the uh the passion with which santa ono approaches his job as president of the university of michigan the uh the fact that uh athletics and michigan football is very much a part of that passion it's not just uh doing this in the in the hospital or doing this in the uh in the math department he wants to be the best in everything and all of a sudden, you know, he's in a position where he could have some say-so in this. Look, guys, uh, you know, he said to somebody about something. It, he, he wasn't clear about it, but he, he didn't want to be specific. But he said there was somebody that was talking about a high bar in this area. He says, I want to be the guy that says, don't bring me excuses. Bring me solutions. And if he said to the right people, Look, don't bring me excuses about whether or not we have Jim Harbaugh coaching when uh, when football kicks off next fall. Bring me the solution that will make it so. I think that could make it so. And uh, you know, obviously the fans are are tired of this Absolutely. this doubt. I mean, and well, I mean, Alabama with Nick Saban, they they don't have the. I mean, I mean, come on. What well, I mean, is Alabama? Does Alabama go through this every year with Nick Saban? No. Is Kirby Smart? Is and Kirby Smart played at, at Georgia? Okay. Jim Harbaugh played at Michigan. Okay. Kirby Smart. You think you think Kirby Smart's going anywhere? No. He's going to be at Georgia, and he is the Nick. He is the next Nick Saban. Uh, you heard it here from me and many others. He is going to be the next Nick Saban, and, and Georgia is committed to him. And and and, and you, know, I know someone posted that. You know about Harbaugh. You know, I mean, it was was is a high. You know, it was getting a lot of conversation. I just saw it on the thread um, from from our, and we're getting a lot of input here on this podcast, which is great. But I mean, yes, sir. thank you for the uh, contribution. What I saw, he was the six. You what? It, I mean, what what is he ranked in the six highest, whatever, and and whatever that is. And I and I don't know these packages, but pay him what he needs to be what he wants and get that ink and get this NFL tango crap down. Now, Adam, one of your, uh, one of your uh, posters right here, uh, interesting comment. And I thought about it at the same time when Jim Harbaugh said, Jerome Moore is ready to coach. Okay. And mm -hmm. so I think Jerome Moore should be the next when If Harbaugh leaves, it's Jerome Moore, in my opinion. 
It's yeah, it, 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 no brainer to me that, you know, yeah. my cart, you know, yeah, that's, that's a good one. And, 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 you know, maybe, maybe, uh, Jed fish bring him. He did a great job at Arizona blah, blah, blah. Um, no, Shromore is your next head coach in my opinion. Well, uh, you know, I, I, that would be a big step up. He is, uh, obviously not been a, a head coach. Um, I'm not opposed to it, but I'll tell you what, if that happened, uh, you would want extreme steps taken to make certain that you had kept the, the vast majority of this staff together. If Jim yeah. Harbaugh left and took uh, your strength and conditioning coach with you and took uh, several, you know, takes your defensive coordinator and takes – uh, uh, you think Matt those Lyon. are the only defense? Do you think those are the only defensive coordinators in America, though, John? I mean, they're not no, the only absolutely one. Absolutely not. But it's if you cut this staff along with the head coach, then I, I think, you know, this. I'll, I'll say this. I'll put it this way, and we see that Jim Harbaugh here is the, you know, twelfth in the in FBS as far as uh, yeah. Well, there you go, twelve. So, uh, but I'll, I believe this staff that is in place at present is Michigan's best assistant coaching staff since the early 90s. I agree. Seeing I the agree likes totally. of Les Miles and yes. Cam Cameron. And, absolutely. Moeller uh, and, 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 and yeah, Lloyd Carr, all those bow guys, absolutely. So do are there other guys that you could bring? Sure. But, I, boy, you've got it going right now. The more you can do to keep it going, do it. I, listen, I'd rather have Harbaugh stay, mm-hmm. okay? But I want him to commit to stay and not and quit, you know, and 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 snuff this stuff out a little bit more vehemently than he than he's doing. And I, I'm just what I'm doing right now is I'm, I'm foreshadowing in my mind we're going to be doing this dance for the next four weeks, just like we did last year. And you're not going to hear anything out of out of administration. You're not going to hear all you're going to do is hear rumors. And, and the message board and the Wolverine.com is going to go crazy and all the rivals. I mean, you got juniors coming in right now. The junior visits are junior days are going to come up these next or on, on campus visits. Okay. 2024 guys. So you want your guy, you know, you want everybody twisted in the wind about Jim Harbaugh. No, get it done. Now, January is a big recruiting month for 24. And I, that's what I, I'm just, what I'm doing is, Made a worry wart that last year is going to repeat. But if you're going to leave, if if Jerome Moore stays, I think a lot of a lot of guys will stay with him. I'll make that statement. Yeah, well, that I, that would uh, I, I would say the more guys he kept in place, the more it would go towards uh, convincing people that in fact this th- this ball is going to just keep rolling. But I would say people having seen the last two years, they were at one place after uh, those last two games that they'd played at, uh, against Ohio State prior to the break, and then the way 2020 uh, played out, there were plenty of people that were really not all that shook up if there was a change, if Jim Harbaugh decided to leave. The way that the, they have delivered, the way that he has met the competitive challenge and come through these last two years, it's, it's a very different story. You really, uh, I, I run into very few people other than those that are just just fed up with 
you know, the, uh, you know, second year in a row. Well, we don't know for sure. And I look at it is, okay, is it beat John Beeline 2.0? When John Beeline expressed, yeah, you know, I, I went well, after the NBA and didn't get it. I just thought it was a matter of time. And it that, was, that was a statement for John Beeline. John Beeline was burned out on the status of college basketball. Okay. Yep. And I know yep. that for a fact. Okay. And you've got, but you've got a, an element or two of that, I think, with Jim with Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh. Yep. being privately frustrated with, uh, with some certain things is, is in the modern college game and how Michigan attacks those things. So, you know, I, I think that that element is there. The differences are uh, Jim Harbaugh did go to Michigan. His roots are so deep here. He played for Bo Schembechler. He he's got Michigan in his blood, which is not to say that that John Beeline didn't uh, understand that as a as a transplanted head coach here and still care about Michigan. But I, I would say the roots certainly go deeper, longer, and yeah. and that weighs in Michigan's favor. But you know, the the sooner that uh, they get things squared away, the better off it will be from current players that are trying to decide what they're going to do to uh, going forward with uh, laying the foundation for another recruiting class to, to everything The Michigan haters love this, you know, they absolutely absolutely they love it and they're, and they're, and they're promoting it and, and uh, it's on sports talk radio, but it's also Michigan lovers like go onto the Wolverine.com message board. And, and see what the topic track is about. It's like oh, yeah. 37 different versions of Jim Harbaugh's status. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So there's a preoccupation there, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping that uh, it gets resolved quickly and we don't repeat what we did last year where we yeah. have a, uh, a head coach on a, on a, on an interview visit uh, on signing day, which was, I think the, that was the most disgusting thing that you could have. In my opinion, it is incumbent upon uh, the powers that be at Michigan if they don't want that to be the situation yeah. that they go out as soon as possible yeah, and assure that that is not going to be the case. Yeah. Tom Crawford, we did not get to basketball tonight because okay. we, we got on a football roll. Yes. We will address this. Michigan now two and zero in the Big Ten, and you yeah. never know. You don't know if it's going to be uh, this undefeated Big Ten team or the uh, the team that loses to Central Michigan and yeah. then admits it, it didn't give great effort. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a whole lot to talk about there, but we will definitely do that a week down the road. Thanks for being with us. And, man, we, uh, we're going to have some fun with, with all of this because, uh, like every year it seems like, it just never stops. There's always a lot to talk about with Michigan athletics. The, the passion for the Michigan football and basketball programs and all the other off the scale. And I'm just glad to be part of it here on the Wolverine.com, John. Thanks for having me. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.